My name is Faith Watley. I'm the Director of Adult Ministry at Lifeway Christian Resources. This podcast is for Christian women who find themselves leading. Hey, Shannon. I'm so glad you're here today. Hey, Faith. Thank you. I am so thrilled to do this. Yes. I've got, ladies, I've got Shannon Litton on the phone. She is the CEO and President of 5 by 5 Agency. And uh, Shannon and I have actually worked together on a couple of projects and just uh, not only have had fun and learned a lot from her, but just have enjoyed her heart and uh, and just just an awesome, awesome person. So Shannon, tell us a little bit about what you do so that we have a really good understanding of your role. Well, sure. I I tell people that I have the very best job in the whole world because I get to bring fuel to other people's vision. So we at 5x5 work with change makers. We say that's those who work where life change happens. And for us, that could be a nonprofit organization. It could be someone in ministry. We work with churches, um, but specifically in the areas of branding and communications and technology. So I've worked with um, you know over 250 different organizations in the last 15 years. And what I love is that the impact that we have in our clients has tremendous impact on those that they serve. So when we step back and look at, you know, everybody that we reach as a result of the work of our clients, it's just, it's tremendous. And it's, it's a responsibility that we don't take lightly. Well, now Shannon, tell me a little bit about who you serve. Do you serve, um, Christian organizations or some secular organizations? Yeah, I spent about the first 10 years of my career working specifically with Christian organizations, and it still is a large part of the work that we do. Um, Again, it may be um, people in Christian publishing, it may be Christian authors, sometimes it's ministries, ministry organizations. But then I also now work in two other segments. One is sports and entertainment. So we work with, for instance, the largest youth sports organization in the country, and then also so in education, working with those who provide services in the education industry. So um, for me as a believer, it's been really fun the last few years to kind of see that um, that expand beyond um, working just with believers to be able to be at the table with some, you know, amazing people that are doing great work, but outside of our Christian space. And so how has your faith impacted your work? Because you're in an environment, you're, you're working with in a Christian environment in some cases, but in, in everyone that you work with, you're basically either trying to grow their ministry or you're trying to grow their business. So how, how has your faith impacted your work and the people that you work with? Well, I mean, I think as believers, we just, we, we can't and should never try to separate the two. And so I I don't, I I think it, I mean, my, my faith is my work. You know, if you look at where you work, I mean, if you don't bring your faith to work with you, um, you're not only missing a tremendous opportunity, I I don't think we're doing what we're called to do as believers. So, um, you know, for me, I think you can, you can trace it all back. If I'm sitting at the table, um, the other day I was, I was sitting with, with some leaders of a large organization and one was Jewish and one was an atheist. And for me, it all comes down to relationship. And so whether I am sitting at the table with, with believers or non-believers, um, you know, it's, it's how can I bring more than just a service that we sell? How can I really build a bridge and have a relationship with somebody? I don't think we ever can truly have impact professionally, personally, or spiritually unless there's a relationship there. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah, it's really easy for us as women to build relationships in our work. It's, it's a definitely an advantage that we have. 
Right. No, absolutely. I agree. I think it's one of the, you know, we, we are different from men. And I think that it's one of the things that we truly have an advantage. I think, I think that people are more open to us coming in and being relational. And and I don't care if it's a woman or a man. I mean, people are looking, they're looking for authentic relationships. Right, right. Tell us, we're always interested in what, uh, someone's greatest leadership lesson has been and I'm and I'm thinking about recent something that's happened yeah. recently that you've gone man this is this is something that has happened and I'm going to learn for it from it as I go forward yeah well just this last year here at five by five um our executive vice president had a just a, a tragedy um in his family and and um, very unexpectedly lost his teenage son. And um, I, I have said that it was, um, it, it personally was was so difficult, but as the leader of the organization, it was the hardest. I've been through some tough things as a leader. It was the hardest thing to walk through because um, it's just, it's the balance of knowing. I mean, there were days where we just sat around, you know, our team looking at each other and, you know, going, how, how do we get back to work? You know, how do we, how do we get back to answering emails and the things that in the in that time period just seemed so trivial, but yet we knew we had to get back to eventually. And so, um, you know, this actually uh, this person who had lost his son, he's the one that had said this to me earlier, and I just adopted this as our mantra during this time, that there are only two things that matter in life, God and people. Mm-hmm. And so as I walked, you know, with our team and with him, and, and we're still in that. I mean, it's been six months. We're still there are days where, you know, we just look at him and we know it's a tough day. Right. And so to, to balance that, that we're here you know, we are a, we're a for-profit. We work with great ministries that we're a for-profit. And so there, there's a bottom line there. Um, but we have a second bottom line as an organization. We call ourselves a double bottom line organization. And that's because we want to have great impact and not just revenue. And so I think being able to balance that as a leader and knowing when to say, you know what, it's okay that we're going to put on our autoresponders for a couple of days. We're going to huddle down as a team. We're going to figure out how to get through this. Um, it, it's something that I... I don't know you can ever be fully prepared for. I don't know that I'd be fully prepared again, but I know having walked through it, um, that there's just a balance and you have to know when to do that. That That's a great, I love the bottom line, uh, the double bottom line. I think that's yeah. a great philosophy. And um, I actually, uh, on my team several year ago, years ago, actually lost one of my teammates in a tragic mm. car accident. And man, there were so many different things I learned through that uh, related to balance and knowing that the team needed time to grieve and even about who to replace the person that we lost. I mean, it was just, it was just a lot of hard decisions that went into all of that. And as you're, as you're sad and grieving and, uh, and it just feels really different on the team. And so that's a, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Um, Talk to us a little bit about who mentored you, Shannon? If you had to name a couple of people who poured into you and your leadership life, who would, who would that be? Well, I think early in my career, I'm sure this person would never think um, that he was a mentor to me, but it was the, the CEO of a technology company that I worked for early, early on. Um, and, you know, he, he had a background in the military and just a lot of experience. And as a very young person in business, um, I really watched a lot of things um, that, that he did and, and learned from him. And, and he took, he just took an interest in me and he saw, um, 
he saw potential for me to learn things. And not only did he see potential, you know, he, he brought me into my first marketing role and he said, we're going to, you're going to be in charge of, you know, marketing for this one division. And, and I'd never done it before, but he also said, and I'm going to get you the resources you need. And he went and hired um, a, a well-known person in the community who's, who's a, has a lot of experience and he brought him in and he said, what will it cost for you to teach Shannon everything you know? And I mean, what a gift that was oh, to gosh, have somebody yes. that, that believed in me enough that he would, you know, he would find somebody that would give me on the job training. Mm. Um, and then at, at another time, um, there was a just a, a woman that ended up um, coming into one of the businesses I was working in, into a partnership. And um, I have said to her, it really was at exactly the time that I needed her to come in. Again, just a, she has a, a tremendous resume and a, a great depth of experience. But I watched from her uh, exactly what we were talking about at the beginning, Faith, how she modeled relationships right. and how it doesn't have to be one or the other. I don't have to be all business um, you know, or, or too relational or, and she really balanced that in a way, um, that I looked and, and what I learned from her is just how she's always looking for, how do I pull everybody else up with me? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, mm -hmm. this is not a, a corporate climb where who can I step over, but how do I, as I, as I have opportunity, pull other people up with me. And she continues to do that to this day with me um, in a way that I not only appreciate, but that I feel responsible to, to do for other people as well and, and bring other, bring opportunities for others. Right. And that's, that's what happens with people who pour into you. It make, it does make you want to pour into others and you find yourself repeating things that they said to you. I think that's when you realize that they did mentor you is when you start repeating things they said to you as they were trying right. to lead you. So do you mentor someone yourself right now? Well, I think, at, you know, we're a, we're a smaller organization, and so um, I think that you naturally, if you are a good leader, you naturally are and should be doing that. So while you could ask my team if, if they think I mentor them, but I, I think they would say yes. There are definitely specific people, Some some, again, some people that are, you know, younger in their career that are just – um, you know, just looking for opportunities and ways to be better. And so, um, yeah, I, I definitely do that. I think that that's, um, I, I think that's one of the critical parts of leadership. Mm -hmm. And I think you do that too, even with your clients, Shannon, because we've worked mm -hmm. together on a couple of projects. And even though it's not a long-term thing, just during that time, I know when we worked together, I felt like there was things that I was learning from you and hopefully you were learning from me mm -hmm. as we were working together. So I'm sure that happens even uh, in the day-to-day -day working with your clients. But um, if you had to prepare a speech on the five keys of being a great leader, Shannon, what would be your number one key that you would want people to walk away knowing? Hmm. Um, I, I think, I mean, there are obviously there are so many things that are critical to be a good leader, but I, I think the number one I would say is vision. Um, and I say that because, I think we've all worked for people that had great vision and because of that, we're motivated and we're encouraged and we're excited about tomorrow. Um, and I think we've worked for people that, that lack vision. And, and when we're in those situations, we tend to get too far in the details, you know, and, and everything feels about the mundane. And um, I think it, it has a way of sapping energy from a team. So, you know, as a leader, I think it's a, it's a challenge for me to always have an, enough reach into the details that I, I know the state of the union. I'm, you know, I'm not surprised by things. I know what's going on, but 
to be intentional because it really has to be intentional. We don't, I don't, you know, I don't naturally just do this, but to be intentional about seeing where are we going, where are the big opportunities, what are we missing, and also casting that vision. I'm a big Pat Lencioni fan, and you know, he talks about clarity and how we just continue to say the same things over and over so that our our team can get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, it's it's. It's being able to be the vision leader in your organization is something that makes makes a huge difference um, to people that are working with you on your team. So you mentioned Patrick. I can't say his last name. How do you say his last Lencioni or yes. Lencioni. Yeah. yeah, he's great. He did the five dysfunctions of a team, right? Yes. It's a yeah. great book, great book. Yeah. Uh, if, is there a book that you've read recently on leadership that you feel like you'd like to recommend people to read? Well, five dysfunctions is actually um, we did that at our uh, our leadership team retreat last year. I think it's a great book. Um, but then also his book, The Advantage. So he wrote all of the five dysfunctions, the um, extraordinary leader, the different parable type books, and then he put all of them together into um, a, a nonfiction book called The Advantage. And so it is much more practical. Um, you know, how to run a meeting, how to cast vision, how to, you know, and so I think it's, it's one of the more practical leadership books. And so it is also something that I take our entire leadership team through, uh, have twice, and we'll continue to do that as a refresher because it, we model a lot of our leadership at our organization around it. Mm-hmm. That's a great, I haven't heard of that, that particular book yeah. that he's written. So I'm going to yeah. have to run out and get it. Put it on your list. Yeah. Shannon, <laughs> if people wanted to find out more about five by five, how would they find out about it? Yeah, probably online is the best way. Um, and we are at five by five. Those are the number five by number five agency dot com. And um, there's more information there than you could ever want to know. So, <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today. It's so good to talk to you. And thanks for helping us uh, reach women who find themselves leading. Uh, sometimes they don't even realize they're a leader. And then all of a sudden someone says that over them and, and they go, okay, now what do I do with that? And so we're really yeah. hoping that this podcast will, will enrich and equip those women. Yeah. Can I give my last piece of advice? Yes. Just to, just to seek Jesus every morning as a leader. And and, and I didn't mention this. I lead at work. I have five children at home. And so, you know, that to me, that leadership is, is more important than anything that I do. And there's, there's no book for every situation. There's no principle for every situation. And, And I constantly find myself in opportunities where I just have to go back to the greatest leader and say, just in spite of my weaknesses, work through me today. Yes, that's so true. Thank you for that, Shannon. You're welcome. Well, thanks so much, and we will talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye, Shannon. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Next week, we'll have Shannon Cozy. Shannon is the Events Marketing Director for Compassion International, and I can't wait for you to hear from Shannon.